Hello, welcome to Be Make Do, a Soul Makers podcast, where we talk about what it takes to pursue your calling as a culture maker with spiritual wholeness and creative freedom. I'm your host, Lisa Smith, and it is my passion to encourage and inspire you to become who you were created to be, make what you were created to make, and do what you were created to do. I'm sitting here with our fabulous producer, Dan ABH, as we get ready and excited for this week's episode about dun, 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 mistakes. Man, I've made so many of those. <laughs> Have you really? Yes. <laughs> I mean, personally, yes, but I think we're going to talk about, I think you're going to talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. I think mistakes are uh, something that trip people up. They get really afraid of it, but really in the end, they're not avoidable. And actually, they're usually the way through to something really amazing and really, um, really great. Yeah. And I, I don't think you could have picked a better story to tell. Uh, about mistakes than the one you're going to tell today. Yeah, I'm yeah, so, you were there. I was there. I was young, <laughs> younger. I was a young you, chap. You were, I don't know. Wait. I was in my 20s. <laughs> young chap. I was in my 20s. Yeah, yeah. So it was a while ago. It was a bit. It was a, it was a <laughs> Just bit Just a little while ago. Well, I'm so excited to get into this tell the story and to encourage you guys to uh, to embrace the the idea that mistakes are just a part of the process and to not let them hold you back. So we're going to get started uh, talking about mistakes. Let's do it. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about mistakes funny conundrum that you actually can't fail by making a mistake and you can't succeed if you don't. So do you ever get stuck because you're paralyzed by the fear of making a mistake? I think it's really common. I know I do. It's one of my biggest blocks. Fear. Man, it's rough. It can sneak up on you in little ways like trying out a new technique or in big ways like taking a leap of faith. For me, it usually manifests in procrastination, you know, just a, a heavy feeling like I don't want to do anything. I literally, I feel stiff and closed off. I might even start to feel really tired or sick. And it's amazing because once I work through that, if I just get a little encouragement or clarity, it just changes my whole attitude. And that's how I know that it was just fear all along. Usually... I find that the problem is that I'm afraid of making a mistake or doing the wrong thing and that I won't be able to handle the consequences or I'm afraid how it will affect others. You know, the list goes on and on of the fears that can be there. But what I've learned and continue to learn is that you actually can't fail by making a mistake. And conversely, you you can't succeed if you don't make mistakes. And I know that sounds counterintuitive. We spend most of our lives trying to avoid making mistakes. And we feel like mistakes are the things that set us back. And I see people trip up when they're trying to live out their call all the time because you want to get it right. You want to discern all the signs and have the voice from heaven that says, yes, that's the path. You want all the confirmation and assurance at the beginning that you're not making any mistakes. But that's just not usually how it works. Funny enough, we kind of know this, 
when we're talking about our art making. We know that making mistakes is just part of the process. As a performer, there's always the possibility of messing up. That's just part of it. Anyone who's ever been on stage in front of people has experienced that moment when the next words just don't come out or the sounds that do are all wrong. And up there under the lights, there's nowhere to hide. There's no delete button or editing to fix it later. Whatever happens just becomes part of the show. For better or worse, it's just woven into the fabric of the performance. The best performers know that, embrace it as part of the process, and in a way, enjoy the feeling of risk involved in knowing it's a possibility. I remember I, I saw a great example of this one night at an open mic. This uh, the 17-year-old kid, who's really an incredible singer-songwriter, got up in front of the crowd. And before he started playing, he shared his plan that um, he wanted to meet another musician who was a fan. And so his plan was that he was going to record himself playing a cover of the other artist's song that night, and he was going to play it so well that the guy who wrote it would agree to meet him when he saw this video recording. So he got up there, he turned on the camera, he got his guitar, he began to play, and he sang really well, and everything was going great. But then somewhere around the midpoint of the song, he got lost. So this funny look came over his face and his voice just kind of trailed off. And finally, he stopped singing. He looked down. He thought for a moment. And then he looked up at us, the audience, and he asked, what should I do? I'm going to let you choose. Should I stop now, start this thing over and get it right for the tape or just finish it? Now, my initial thought was to let him go back and start over. I mean, after all, he had these big plans for the recording. I thought, I thought that would be the most encouraging thing to do. But immediately after he asked his question, a roar came from the crowd. Speaking with one voice, the audience just cheered, finish it. And I could see the disappointment on this guy's face. But then he smiled, took a deep breath, and began to play again. And he finished perfectly to loud applause without the camera. I left that evening wondering why my response was so different from the rest of the audience. What was it that this group of musicians saw that I didn't? I think I had so much sympathy for his not wanting to make a mistake that I wanted to help him erase it and for the tape make it as if it didn't happen. But what I witnessed from the rest of the audience just really blew me away and has stuck with me because they were demanding that he and we stay in the moment. The imperfect mistake happened. Now deal with it. And I realized it's boring to try to cover up a mistake or pretend it didn't happen. That brief hiccup in the middle of a beautiful song wasn't a distraction for them. But the effort to start over for the tape, that would have been. They were saying, one mistake doesn't wipe out the beauty of what we've heard so far or what we think is coming. If you're really doing it for us, stay here in this moment and finish. In the window, I'm just passing time.
I think that taught me that when we do have those hiccups, we just have to adjust, renew our focus, and continue on. Knowing that God sees the whole scope of our lives and is cheering us on to learn and to grow. If we live in a constant state of wishing for do-overs, we're unlikely to turn in any kind of audience-worthy performance at all. But if instead we're focused on the roar of God's loving voice, we'll finish well, honoring God's right to be the audience for our lives. And that comes back to my point, especially when we're talking about call. You can't fail by making mistakes, and you can't succeed if you don't. In the Bible narrative, God never really seems to be too worried about people making mistakes. What does frustrate God is a lack of conviction, a lack of desire, of faith, and action. But God's not really challenged by mistakes. He seems pretty good at working with people as they are and using circumstances to create new ways to complete his plans. Think about the calling stories that you're so familiar with. Abraham put himself and his wife in danger because he was afraid to trust God but Abraham's the father of God's people. Paul had a history of murdering Christians before he became the apostle. Peter abandoned his friend Jesus at a crisis moment. All the disciples misread the situation, and yet those mistakes were not the end of their calling. God used the mistakes to help each one develop and grow into who he meant them to be. Remember, God is watching like a delighted parent to see what you will do with the gifts that he's given you. Sometimes we may reach for the electrical socket, but that doesn't mean he's going to give up on us. Let's take a quick break. So my observation is that we get hung up on mistakes in two ways. So let's talk about those two ways. First, we get distracted by the mistakes we've already made in the past. And if we let those mistakes define us and disqualify us from our dreams, that's a problem. When we can't trust our intuition, we're unlikely to take the bold, creative risks that are necessary in a creative career. Secondly, and sometimes because of the first, we're afraid to make a mistake. We're afraid to take action. We might be afraid of repeating past mistakes, or if we're not afraid of of making the wrong decision, maybe we're hesitant or we're afraid of not making the best decision. We have that fear of missing out. And so that can lead us down the path of obsessing over what a mistake could cost us or what we might miss out on, being afraid that we can't recover if if things don't go the way we hoped they would. Or maybe even from a spiritual perspective, afraid that the decision that we'll make will dishonor God in some way or might upset our friends or family or worst case, just ruin everything and result in misery and shame. And so we get stuck. 
But the Bible stories show that mistakes are normal. They're just what we do as humans, along with incredible flashes of kindness and genius, which is also what we do as humans. But what's worse than making the worst mistake of your career? Doing nothing. This is where Jesus's irreverent comments about being lukewarm apply. He's literally spitting out fear and indecisiveness because it's death. Too hot, too cold, he can handle. But indecisiveness, the lukewarmness, no good. You see where I'm going? When I think about the biggest mistakes I've made, they're actually instances of inaction. Places where I was afraid to make a choice, to make a mistake. So I did nothing. Or I just let things happen. Or worse, I let other people make decisions for me. Those are the mistakes I regret. But the times where I made a choice, went for it, and it turned out not the way I hoped, it turned out to be a mistake, it's not really something I regret. I can see what I've learned and where I've grown and appreciate why I made that mistake at the time. When I realized that, then I realized mistakes aren't really such a problem. Again, you know this in your art making. As a painter or an actor or a writer, you have to make a choice, preferably a bold one, right? Take a debatable position. Then you can see if it works or it doesn't and then adapt to improve. But being afraid to make a choice gives you nothing to work with. It's much worse than making a mistake. You can't fail in your purpose by making mistakes. God has already called you, chosen you, you are in, and being faithful to your call right now, even as you might be making mistakes. The only way you actually miss out is by staying a slave to fear by not choosing, by not acting. It's in the pain that we learn the lessons and develop character. Often those experiences shape us in really difficult ways, but accepting the invitation to wholeness means you don't do it alone, and you know that there is goodness and healing and hope. That's God's promise to us, and it's yours God has created you uniquely to be the person that you are, with all the different twists and turns and mistakes and setbacks and serendipities and all the different things that happen in your life, matched with the gifts and talents, the way you see the world, all the different ways that you engage people and make each encounter, each place that you go a better place because you bring all of yourself to it. That is your calling. And you can't make a mistake while you're following that part of who you are. So be up for the adventure and just see what happens. You are living out your purpose right now, regardless of your circumstance. So go out there and make some mistakes. All right, well, that's all we've got for this week, but I'll be thinking about you. Let us know how things are going and maybe what mistakes you made this week. Or maybe not mistakes, but just choices. Make some choices. Don't worry about the mistakes. See what happens next. 
Thanks for listening to Be, Make, Do, a Soul Makers podcast with your host, Lisa Smith. You can check out all the resources for this episode and links to Hayden Arp's music in the show notes, as well as sign up for our exclusive email list at soulmakers.org.